Welcome to I Got Problems, and I'm here with Annabelle. <laughs> and we are towards our last few episodes of 2021. Can you believe it? I can't actually. Like, I mean, I'm I'm happy because I actually decided to not give up on this podcast. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, everybody started a podcast in the pandemic. We can't act like it's not true. Right. And, you know, it was like a busy thing. Like, but it's funny because if we're all making podcasts, who's going to hear everybody talk? We don't want to hear each other talk. <laughs> I listen to a podcast. But, like, I, pe- I feel like because everybody was making one, I was like, who's going to hear it then? You know, like, it, I was just so, like, that was what was stopping me in the beginning from just, like, even following through. But then I was like, uh, and I didn't want to do it alone. That was another thing that was stopped. But anyway, the good news here is motivation and you guys kept us afloat. <laughs> through the pandemic, through post-pandemic, and we're not really out of the pandemic yet. We're still here. So, yeah, yeah. we made it. Okay. Year. <laughs> and we're going into two years. By by next April, we'll be at year two of this podcast. So it's yeah. really not that far away. And, you know, I'm very happy and glad. And we've been working with basically the same team of people. So, you know, we haven't had to go through <laughs> crazy switches. Mm-hmm. I always get like, uh, when I hear other podcasts and it's like, you have 20 people coming in and out. It's like, oh, who's who anymore? I can't even keep up. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm happy that we're all here. Hopefully nobody moves, you know, too far anytime soon. Um, Cause then it's going to be like uh, back to square one. I was planning on moving to Essex. Essex? Where's that at? Baltimore, <laughs> you know I can't. I shoot. I don't. I don't do Baltimore. Every time Baltimore comes up, I'm just like, please. I've, Baltimore has hurt me in ways. Oh, I just. No. I am traumatized. Anything Baltimore, I can't even. I don't want it in my vicinity. <laughs> I, I mean, DC can also be added to that, but I have more fun in DC, so they get a pass. <laughs> Baltimore, bruh, no. The last time they broke into my car there, I was like, I'm never going back. I'm good. So, How many times has your car been broken into? <laughs> More than it really needs to. And it was when I was driving that SUV. I think the car just looked rich. People thought that I had some shit. It's like, you're just, the, the most expensive thing in this car is the window you just broke into, my nigga. Like, <laughs> that's crazy. It's so painful, but it is what it is. On fast. I mean, I feel like low key September was one of the fastest months. I, I don't even remember what happened in September. It just came September, in September, October, November. Like what? It's just a bit of blur. I can't it's a blur. I think all, all the embers, all the ember months, <laughs> like shit. They come and they go, and it's like right after August. I was like, "Where is the year rushing to? Like, is there like a deadline?" Like, I'm so confused. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. We made it. We're here. And I'm hoping that we make it into the New Year's because notice how towards the end of the New Year's is when people start to die like crazy. Like, it's kind of weird. Every end of the mm. year, you get all these big-name celebrities, all the people. And it's like, damn, they really could have just made it into the New Year's. And I, I'll still never forget that Kobe died in the beginning of 2020. What, one? Oh, my gosh. No, 2020. 2020, yeah. It was just fresh New Year. And before you know it, I still never forget. End of January. And I'm just like, what the? F- you're lying. 
a freak act like i, I don't want to talk about it. it's gonna make me angry all over again but like just seeing stuff right. like that praying that everybody stays safe anybody it, it can happen to anyone so just keep your family safe make sure you play real safe and quiet at the end of this year because shit be going down mm-hmm. here. especially for those people in like different countries that's not european countries it's less safer so just mm-hmm. i mean it's not like it's much safer in america you know but you know what i mean <laughs> westernized <laughs> that's what you mean westernized country right right so so yeah. just stay safe if you're not in a westernized country safer than you would here just because uh, my mom be telling me the stories they, they'd be kidnapping heavy in nigeria for the new year's what? <laughs> yes, because they're always in all the oh sacrifices and stuff. They're doing sacrifices for the people in the villages, no. yes. and then the people who are not in the villages, they're just stealing stuff. All the people who come home during the holidays for Christmas, they steal from them and kidnap and try to take just take advantage. People are poor and desperate, so that's what they do. You go home for the holidays. If you're going to your country for the holidays, please, please, please stay safe. Protect yourself. Get yourself a bodyguard if you have to. Stay with your family. Stay together with your friends. Don't go around roaming the streets anything is possible so outside of that but yeah thank you guys for listening to us again make sure you check us on mm. review us on their spotify take our quizzes and no one has taken our quizzes yet i'm kind of salty like <laughs> damn y'all don't care i thought y'all were going to take the quizzes or at least a poll or something i mean i i know most of our listeners are from apple Podcasts, so maybe the listeners on spotify just don't care <laughs> but majority of our listeners as from um, apple Podcasts, it doesn't apply to you it's the spotify people i'm talking to if you're listening on spotify please take a second and please take the poll okay i just want to hear what you're thinking and just like you know if you agree or don't agree so we can know what you like at least help us even though it's a small percentage of the listeners i still like to hear what y'all thinking but yeah mm-hmm. that being said um i'll let Anna, annabelle take the lead on the episode this is going to be another fuck niggas get money episode jk (laughs) (laughs) you just started the episode on some depressive shit like dang i can't even i don't even want to go into my topic no more like now i gotta make shit happy you know what i mean it was like everything going on right now and by the way guys if you're if you're hearing this episode and it sounds a little rough to your ears FYI, it's just virtual. When we're in the same room, it's always much better. But when you're, you know, different computers, different qualities, different um, headphones, everything is just different location, all that. So bear with us, you know, don't tune out <laughs> in case you get frustrated. Um, but please just listen to our episode of today. So yeah, Annabelle, take the lead. Sure. Okay. Well, Today for Problem 68, we're going to be talking about the mocking of Black women, Feminine Nigger Edition, and I decided to call it that, um, and you'll see why. So basically, I'm going to be talking about Black men who like to dress up and mock women for clout, for laughs, for comedy, so on and so forth. Like, There's so many reasons as to why we could probably get into it. Maybe they're low-key. Who knows? Um, No shade against the gays. I'm just saying if you are a gay and you're being low-key about it, like you're trash, (laughs) and you shouldn't be making fun of women just because you're jealous that you can't be one, basically. Um, So is is this for the gay people who dress up like women or just for black men, straight black men? No, this is quote-unquote straight black men because I say quote-unquote because I feel like real heterosexual men or just like very masculine men 
wouldn't do that for clout. Like they'll find other ways to be funny. You know what I mean? So this is not a shot towards gays, but I do feel oh. like these quote unquote straight guys um, maybe have some low key desire to be feminine or low key desire, you know, to be with other men. So that's, that's kind of the angle that I'm coming at it from. Okay. I can see a little bit of that. Um, mm-hmm. Where you're coming from. I don't know. Um, if I can fully agree, just because I've seen so many funny um, men who make fun of black women outside of just being making fun of black women who are just funny, but then they also dress mm. up when they dress up like black women. I'm, I'm of course like, <sighs> but sometimes they're like right on the na- like they hit the nail right on the head about how black women act. I mean, who knows better how black women exactly? Act that's that's a little too on point. You know what I mean? Like I get maybe if they're raised around family. Uh, family members who were women that acted a certain way or maybe they just got influenced off of pop culture but yeah um i find that insulting but we're gonna get into it anyway so i have a couple names here you may or may not have heard of them blame it on quay um has a character named tt that has um been on wild and out if you're familiar with that show from nick cannon yeah, um, he was before he came up with. I'm sorry, before he joined the show, he started doing his TT thing prior. I think his TT yeah, he, he has skits on like YouTube, um, the what's the Vine when it was out, probably on TikTok now. Um, I don't watch that stuff, so I don't follow him. But anyway, yeah, I've seen stuff around even when I'm not looking for it. Like but I think he feels will pop up. In his defense, I think he's actually bisexual because one of my girlfriends actually bumped into him in DC mm-hmm. his apartment, and he wasn't but, dressed like a guy, but like, sorry, he wasn't dressed like he was gay, but mm-hmm. or at least he didn't dress in a way that you would ever think he. He just looked like a regular straight guy, not because you know straight guys and gay guys look certain ways. It's just if you have a picture of what a gay or a feminine gay guy would look like, he didn't look like that. He looked like maybe more like yeah. a, a you know masculine. I mean. Gay guy. Or I've seen feminine gay guys that don't dress up like straight, like actual women. I mean, they might have like fingernails painted, maybe some lace or leather or something, but you can still tell that they're very male. You know what I mean? I guess in Quay's thing. They're feminine. Yeah. And in Quay's thing, can we compare him to like the people who just make fun of black women? Because he does his for, he does, he does make fun, but he does his for like, I guess, uh, for views and for like just the the, the business yeah aspect. for clout like he's made exactly. yes yes you can put him in the same category because despite him being bisexual that's your sexuality that has nothing to do with the way you choose to make money um you know at the disadvantage of others oh. you know what i mean so yeah i definitely do put him in that same box um there's also jay Versace. he's not really into it as much as these other names that I'm gonna um announce, but he's also a part of it. He does have a very feminine face. He's like Yeah, look. Uh, Like you're talking about that like the little boy, right? That makes yeah, like, him. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, gay. he's very gay. He made that clear on on. I I used to follow him on Twitter, and he would always talk about like, oh, I want to turn straight, or he would make fun about the fact that he's gonna be straight because all the gay guys are like, you know, kind of how we talk about. Let me just go date women because all these men are trash. He makes fun of that on. Oh, um, yeah, he's gay. Unless he changed, or unless he was saying all the gay stuff that I read that was a lie or fake. But from mm-hmm. what I, I know, he's gay. <laughs> Uh, well, good for him. Still doesn't excuse the behavior. I'm sorry. Um, there's also Juski, the fat, light-skinned nigga that everybody swears is funny on Twitter. I don't see, I don't see it at all. <laughs> That's just me personally. And um, 
Yeah. So he, when Cardi B announced her pregnancy, I forget which award show it was, something that happened um, towards like the middle of summer and she came out to perform. And then she took this photo where she had like her belly painted white and has some flowers around her. She took a photo and then this fat nigga came out with a photo mocking it and he just looked a hot mess. Um, yeah, needless to say, I'm not a fan, period. And then there's Norman Freeman. Mind you, these are just a few names. This is not the names of all the guys who are currently into this sort of, I don't even know what you call it, this type of entertainment. Uh, for lack of better words, maybe. Norman Freeman, um, he suffers from a very special type of alopecia. I don't remember the name, but he has no hair, no eyebrows. He's like completely hairless. And that part of his skits is funny in the way that like he's owned it. He, you know, kind of makes fun of it himself. So it's okay for others to laugh at it. Like he'll be doing stuff where he wear wigs and then purposely like do something in the skit where he like shakes it off or something. And that, that part is funny. Um, however, you know, he still does mock black women. Um, I believe he is also very gay, also very feminine. However, he, he definitely does be going over the top. Um, and so, yeah. Um, also earlier this week, Sandra, I saw this video of, um, are you familiar with Nicole TV? Yeah. Yeah. That's getting a very small girl. Yes. Her. So she posted, um, a photo like this was a while ago, but she posted a photo of, um, you know, her stomach after she had a baby and you know how, you know, pregnancy stomachs looked after a woman has a baby because it's like all stretched out and looks kind of fluffy. You know what I mean? Um, so she did that to, I guess, kind of empower women who have gone through childbirth and pregnancy. Mm -hmm. And then of course this, um, random ass nigga had the audacity to put you know those little oatmeal wafer cookies those oh, very good ones with the cream the oatmeal was, cream pies that yes. was stomach? i didn't know that was her stomach that they used no no no, no. oh yeah it was so it was like he put the oatmeal cream pies on his stomach and he's wearing a bonnet sitting down and taking a photo of himself and then you see the the photo side by side girls after they have a baby or something like that i remember seeing that but i was just like that's not like i i tried to laugh at it but then i couldn't laugh at it because it wasn't even funny i I saw the joke he was trying to make but then it was so distasteful that i just couldn't because i was Mm -hmm. also a woman like as a woman i'm like this is something that can very much happen to me or any woman who absolutely baby. So like, I couldn't even laugh at it because so many women are dealing with this image issue right now, today. Every woman that you know next door to you, people you don't know, family members, friends who they're still dealing with just having babies and just being a mom. mom. And then you're now dealing with the physical aspect of trying to get your body back. And then you have some dumbass online who's calling your stomach a freaking cream pie. Like <laughs> not only that, like the fact that people don't realize that women nearly die from giving childbirth and bringing them get it. into this world like, I want, I want and then have the audacity, have the audacity to mock that. Like, dude, where's your maturity? There is none. You don't have but... any. And then they will defend themselves online till tomorrow about why they're allowed I mean, to It's just a joke. It's just mm-hmm. uh, people, people are so sensitive nowadays. Cancel culture, blah, blah, blah. Shut up. <laughs> it's 
shut yeah. up. I'm, I'm over it. Mind you, these things have not been happening just now. It started from Lord knows when. We can talk about way back in the day during medieval times where men would play women as characters, but we all know that's because of sexism and women weren't allowed to be in theater. So I'm not going to mm-hmm. go back that far. But I will what about Martin? Because you know Martin was pretty yes. good I was just about to go there. I was going to say, I will go as far back as like 80s and 90s because um, we got Shanene, right? Who was like probably the most popular, most notable one character that we know of in this space, so to speak. Um, then we have Ugly Wanda, which is people are not really too familiar with unless you watch the show In Living Color where Jamie Foxx played this character, Ugly Wanda. Um, you have Big Mama. Of course, with Big Mama's house, and you also have Tyler Perry's Medea, which he said he was going to hang up and retire. So at least, hey, there's something positive there. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's like it, it goes way back when it's and it's still going on. Like you still have these yeah. guys out here still acting as women. It's like the older you get, don't you be like maybe maybe I should change up my material. Tyler Perry finally did it, but how long did it take him to retire it? Because people are telling him to do so, like years ago you know what i mean um but, then, but another, then those things get the most uh-huh. views they get the most views people want to see that that's it makes money people want to see other people acting it's, it's you know it's funny if you go on tiktok right now the men mm-hmm. the men who dress up in wigs have more following and views than the women who actually act like oh, themselves of course of course yes so there was this award show and forgive me i don't remember the name um category in which it was like funniest online comedian and what's that girl's name from baltimore oh my gosh is it jesse oh no i think it's jess 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 uh yeah Yeah, there you go so it was jess hilarious and somebody else versus blame it on quay and of course blame it on quay won the category it's like yo are you serious like the guy who's a, who's the, the guy like who acts a, like a woman. No, he's acting like the other people who are literally standing next to him. But he wins the award. Yes, instead exactly. of the who are what he's trying to emulate and portray. Like that's amazing. Oh my gosh! <laughs> right, it's crazy. Um, but there is one notable mention that I want to talk about, and that is Cat Williams, because he said in the past he's like one of the very few comedians nowadays that I still respect because he doesn't disparage black women. Like, you know, we know other names too. I'm not going to get into that because you know the show isn't about them. But he said that he's never going to wear a dress for laughs. Or just period. Like, that's that's not what he does. That's not him. That's not what he, he plans to do in order to, you know, continue his comedy. And so that's something I kind of respect of him saying, because I feel like it's just a cheap way to get laughs. And I can't respect that if I'm going to be completely honest with you. And that's what he's been doing for so long mm-hmm. that it's uh, it's it's kind of sad. It's like it's it's people have been agreeing and making it OK for so long. So it's very difficult now to tell people or to tell him. It's like, oh, this is this thing helps you make money, but you got to give it up because the black women don't like it. They don't care what black women think. They never they really don't. Do. Are you are you serious? Nah, they never did. Come on now. Especially when probably a majority of their fan base are black males, black people in general, but more specifically black males. 
they're not going to care. They're just worried about their pockets. So anyway, um, I kind of want to get into some um, articles that I found. Unfortunately, this is not a really a topic that really has like facts and stats attached to it. I think at least not yet, because um, you know, it's, even though it's not really in its beginning stages, so to speak, it has something that's been around for a while, but um, it's not something you know, that people have really studied and researched. So um, a lot of the stuff is going to be opinion-based, but I have an article here that was written by um, a woman who's who's pursuing her master's in media. And so this is kind of like her dissertation or thesis or whatever you want to call it. Um, so, yeah. So um, an article by Kim Reynolds, she said that, quote unquote, in recent years of Instagram and the contemporary art of stand up, there's a distinct use of black women as the subject and sometimes the foundation of comedy for male comedians. Yet these jokes are not simply jokes, but are loaded with political repercussions and continue to position women as jokes themselves and as less serious, less full human beings. Now, um, do you have any opinions on that, Sandra? I mean, I, I agree because a lot of what we're saying now is the fact that black women, I mean, we already, it's un, it's unspoken, but it's also spoken. It's, it's kind of loud. It's like a low key, high key that black women are kind of the foundation for a lot of ideas, creativity, fashion, mm-hmm, jokes, mm-hmm. you know. We make, I mean, a lot of memes, all the memes online, if you ever notice, most of these things are either created by a black woman somewhere or originates from some black woman that's being funny. And somebody just like, like now that one guy that was making fun of Nicole with her stomach um, post, like she posted something yeah. online for personal reasons and then this right. man uses it for what he wants and creates a joke out of it. And of course, all these other men laugh at it because they either probably have an experience with it or they just think it's mm-hmm. funny. Meanwhile. When people complain about a guy's height, they get in their feelings about it. It's mm-hmm. insane. It's like, Preach. yeah, y'all so sensitive about these things that you can't change. But what happens when mm-hmm. you get a woman pregnant and her body changes as a result of your child that she pulled out? Like you and her came together, created a child. You may want it. You may not want it. It doesn't really matter. Here you are. So you can't now decide, oh, yeah, now it's funny. Like, why? What makes it funny? something that you mm-hmm. knew was going to most likely happen or are you that ignorant to what a woman's body goes through when they get pregnant? Like if you're ignorant, then that's a different conversation. You just need to get educated. <laughs> There's nothing we can do for yeah. you there. But if you're just you yeah. know mean and rude and you're just making fun of somebody's personal experiences, then that's, that's where it gets really messed up. So yeah, black women are the origination of all the jokes. I mean, I, okay, not all the jokes, most of the jokes, because we don't mm-hmm. get a lot of, um, we don't get a lot of uh, good press. When we do have good press, people try to underplay it or undermine where it's coming from or how we got there. It's like you work so hard to get to a certain point and people then downplay how you got there. And then when you do, yep. you know, yep. you, yeah, and then people, the black women will not naturally just get bad press for just being black, for just being a woman that exists and being black. You just get bad press. Serena that, Williams, hello? Yeah. And she's like one of the best athletes, the greatest athletes of all time. And y'all literally talk about her like she's some other neighborhood hood rat that, you know, you don't like. Like, are you kidding me? She's done more than you will ever do in your entire lifelong generation for most black people. And she's carrying the weight of most black people on her back. And you're out here talking about her like... I mean, I don't blame her for marrying a white man because black men literally dragged her for so long. Mm. For what? 
for being an athlete and, and achieving things in a sports world that you may never, ever achieve in your life. Like, Oh, but she's too masculine, Sandra. Don't you see she has too many muscles? She's I mean, too dark-skinned. Yeah, because if she was a light-skinned girl, you know how many, you know, you know how many light-skinned girls play basketball? And they, they find mm-hmm. them attractive. Those tall, I'm talking about six, eight type girls, tall, oh, yeah. you know, muscular, yeah. like, but hey, she's light skinned and she's, she got a pretty European looking face and mixed hair. So she's cute. And then you like, come sit on my face. Yeah. <laughs> like, do you see the contrast? It's crazy. It's insane. It's insane. Like, yeah. <sighs> but it is what it is. That's what black men go through. I'm mean, black women go through. And usually it's at the hands of black men. And that's the problem. We may mm. talk about it a lot on this podcast, but we are black women and we know where it's coming from. And like, we are talking about real shit that's happened to all of us at some point. And it's not because we're trying to be mean or whatever. It's just reality. Like the, the sooner we accept that a lot of black men play a huge role in how black women are viewed and treated, the sooner mm-hmm. we can finally come to a solution on how to fix that. I mean, the first step would be to simply back us up and support us. But, you know, like that's hard to ask now because there's this back and forth who has it worse struggle in the black community. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's us against us. And it's like enough is enough, bro. Like I'm tired. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't even consider myself a part of the quote unquote black community, but that's another conversation for another day. Well, Annabelle is just Annabelle. That's it. Anyway, moving wait, forward. Wait, are you talking about your skin color? Are you talking about your skin color or just African American? Because you can't stop that you black. So. No, I'm not saying I'm not black. I'm just saying the black community as a whole. Oh, like the, 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 yeah. No, like how do I put it? Black American community, whether that's an African who has um, imported from Africa to America, all right, uh, those issues and the issues that African Americans face, like you know, foundational African Americans. I mm-hmm. I don't fuck with none of y'all. <laughs> Stop. I'm just saying. Um, I, I've separated myself from that, but I'm not going to get too deep into it. I will talk about it in a future episode because I know a lot of people are going to get angry at me and probably talk some shit about me in the comments. That's okay, but um, right. you know, just just don't don't make opinions on stuff you don't completely understand until you hear the reasons why. I'll say that much. Anyway, moving on. Um. So, yeah, she went on to say these kinds of jokes can function to normalize the sexist myths and images that seek to position black women as crazy, possessive, irrational and emotional. The way these comedians would talk, like smack their lips, use extreme inflection and yell and clap while they talk, throw their hands in coordination with their speech in efforts to joke about the tendencies of black women is very insulting. However, the Jokes are not about the characteristics of black women, but black women are the butt of the joke, which is very unfortunate. And it's sad because a lot of the characters that they play, um, they have a rotation of ragged or flamboyant wigs, like really bright colors, especially blaming on Quay. Bright lipstick, pink lipstick, um, high-pitched, nasally sounding voice. Like, hey, girl, what's up? What's good? Oh, my God. Yes. You know, the, that type of stuff. Um, they have names like Starkeisha, Watermelon, Drea, stupid stuff like that, and are used to, like, exaggerate how hood the women are. The sketches are also um, often involved, like women finding creative ways to fight each other, pester or check up on their man um, with humor deriving from the outrageousness and the possessiveness 
for their man. Apparently, all we focus on is men. That's all we need in our life is men and in relationships. So, <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. what the thing is. It's it's not fair, and just you know what they're doing, but it's also just not fair because they're emulating and kind of using the the inner city type personalities. You know, they, they would call it "quote unquote" ghetto because they're copying the inner city type of lifestyle. So then that's also dangerous because not everybody's from the inner city. Not everybody, because the inner city has its own, like it's like going to Baltimore and going to Baltimore mm-hmm. City, Baltimore County. You go to the cities and it's a completely different lifestyle, even accents in comparison to the mm-hmm. suburbs. So oh, yeah. yeah. You have these people who are like making fun or using those kind of girls, the A, and which they do exist. I mean, they, they exist in every culture. But like, you go to the inner cities and you look at the personalities and you make fun of it because you find it to be funny. But then people are mm. looking at it as all black women, not just black women from inner yes. cities. They're looking yes. at all black women as ghetto. And it's like, that's the danger of all of that. It's making the mm-hmm. rest of us look bad. And I know that it can be funny yes. sometimes, but not when it's starting to become prejudicial and it takes over and it causes discrimination against people who aren't even nowhere near from that area. And Absolutely. then they have, now, they have to now deal with the stereotype of people making fun of people from that area. But because you're black, you're grouped into that environment and community. And now we're all ow, a, a, and it's like, what? What are you even yes. talking about? <laughs> and if you don't sound like that, then you sound white. So it's a loss. It's a lose, um, a lose, lose for us lose, and a loss lose. for everyone. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like either you sound like ow or you sound like, oh, I sound white. Like, oh, cause I speak soft <laughs> English and I'm not fitting into the bill of what you've seen online about what black women right. look like. Then that's where the issue, that's where I usually have issues with, like, they're making fun, but it's like the fun becomes dangerous when people start to think that that joke is the real thing. When it's not. Mm -hmm. It's (laughs) not, no. Especially when uh, internet culture, you have people from the outside looking in, seeing it back to back and probably don't have any black friends or never really been around black people thinking that that's the way that we are. That's definitely very troubling. So yeah, you hit the nail on the head with that one for sure. Okay, so I'm going to go into the Q&A. Um, so, Sandra, what is, and I know you already kind of said it, but what is your reaction to these portrayals of Black men mocking Black women? Uh, I mean, sometimes I'll laugh at it because it could be, like, right, very, very accurate. And like you said, sometimes when it's too accurate, you got to wonder, how do you know? <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. why, why, are you, why are you so good? Why does it look so mm-hmm. <laughs> But <laughs> I don't really, I don't want to ask too many questions. Usually if it's something funny and I'm like, oh man, mm-hmm. I do that shit too. I'll just laugh at it a little bit and I'll just keep it moving. Like, oh, he, he's so accurate. Like there's especially the African, African ones. Um, they always want to like do the whole, like how women act oh in church. Oh my god! Yeah. How women act in church, how women dress when your girlfriend got this, when your girlfriend got gossip. It's like, okay, I get it. Like there's some things where I'm like, okay, like it's more of a cultural thing. And we all kind of have a little part of us that, that, kind of does these things sometimes but like i said there's that thin line where people start to assume people who don't know the culture who see that video first think that is the culture and that Mm -hmm. is what really like grinds my gears because then i have to start arguing with a bunch of ignorant people outside about things they don't know anything about all because they saw one tiktok or one twitter um tweet about something they thought was funny where they think now we are all doing it. I mean, you know, all the crazy assumptions they have about Nigerian or even Ghanaians or anything in general of just like what they've seen online. Oh, I saw this one TikTok that was like, blah, blah, blah. That is not all of us. That one guy went viral for making fun of something that happens commonly, but 
It's not because it's every mm. single person. Now you got to argue right. with people about why that's not you and why that's not everybody. And it's just, it's, it can become a lot. So there's that. I feel like 40% yes. of it, 40% of all of that is funny. And I'll laugh at it because I can relate to some of it. But 60% is not because of just the danger that it causes to people who know nothing about those things. And they're just watching something online and finding it funny. But they're also kind of rewiring their brain to see something differently that they don't know anything about. And that's, you know, it's like... It's like a limbo, I guess. I mean, I'm leaning more towards the end of I would rather not have it happen at all. Let the jokes be made mm-hmm. by those who are actually the joke. Like, yes, <laughs> like, not the people I get who it. don't know anything about it. You know, like let the city girl from Baltimore act like the city girls from Baltimore and make fun of themselves. Hey. <laughs> don't be the one dressing up like them to make fun of them. Like, okay, we're not out here putting our pants to our knees, sagging, walking down the street, talking about, you know, let me, let me get a. Uh, a weed comes from here. You know what I mean? Like, you can, you can easily... Like, let me, let me get a, let me get a, you said a weed sounds I saw the... A black and mild? Is that what you mean? Yes, yes. I'm let dead. Black and mild. Let me get a dime. Let me, let me get a dime bag or whatever you guys say. I don't know. Clearly, Sandra does not do the drugs. She gets the drug supply to her. Not at all. I don't. I, I don't do any drugs. Anybody listening to this, I do not do any drugs whatsoever. Just prayers and uh, water, and that's it. Okay. Okay. It's Please true. Stop. <laughs> okay. Um. Just, just know that we've been to parties together. That's what I'm gonna say. So that actually brought me to my next question, Sandra. Why do you think that black women are not reciprocating the behavior? I think, honestly, it's because we just don't have time. Like, most of mm-hmm. us don't have the actual time to, like, yes, there are women who reciprocate. And there are tons of women who actually do the job and work. And, and they'll be like, you know what, I'm going to make sure everybody knows what the fuck is going on. They, they want to they prove a point to somebody. But most black women... In fact, if you look at the stats of just black women in the community, highest um, amount of businesses reside within the black community, or at least black mm-hmm. women have the highest amount of mm-hmm. um, businesses in the black community, then black women mm-hmm. have the highest amount of degrees in the black community or the people mm-hmm. of color community, whatever you want to call it. People want to say people of color. I say black. No, no, ma'am. In the mm-hmm. country. In the country. In the country. You're right. You're Don't right. get it twisted. Yeah. And I don't want to say yes. people of color I, people because people of color can be offensive to those people who aren't necessarily because there are a lot of things that they like to group under people of color, but necess- it doesn't right. necessarily mean it's people of color. It's really just them trying to say black, but they're trying to be kosher with it. Like it's yeah. black. It's mostly black people, so just say black because give the, if it's if it's, a, if it's a good thing, give that credit to the people who don't try to group it under. Well, everyone in the people of color community. No, if it's eighty percent black people, just say majority black people. Don't say people of color. You know what it is, but you know mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not going to preach on that. But in the in the community, not even the community, like you said, in the country, black women do have the highest amount of all these things, and it feels like we're always we're always doing something. So what time have we got to mm-hmm. be making fun of some guy making fun of us? We, we're going to say some shit about it. We're going to make it known that we don't like it, but we're not going to go mm-hmm. out and start retaliating because we don't got time. We're trying to build wealth. We're trying to build businesses. We're trying to own shit, investments like properties. We're trying to get more degrees. I saw a tweet that said the black woman get bored and she go pick up another degree. Like it's an infinity stone. Like that's <laughs> Yeah. I was thinking about getting my PhD for real. <laughs> Exactly. So, like, at this point, I'm not interested in, like, a guy makes fun of something online. I'm not going to be like, all right, next time I am next time I make a reel or a TikTok, I'm going to make a video counteracting that. Like, I don't got time for that shit. Like, please. So, and most of no. us, I feel like, 
we're on that same mindset. Most of us are too busy doing something else to be, especially the people who have time to do that. Either it's their career, like, you know, the actual comedians who make fun of black women and get away with it, or people who are just mm-hmm. stupid online posting a, a, a meme or a gif about somebody's pregnant belly. And those ones you definitely don't want to interact with because they literally have nothing to do but sit sure. behind their computer. <laughs> so and make fun of black women. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I will not be arguing with that person. Not anytime, not today, not tomorrow, not, not any time. Mm. So, you know, I think it's just because we really don't have the time. If we had the time, a lot of, do we have the time to complain? Of course, we have the time to speak our, our feelings and let people know we don't like it, but will they do anything about it? Probably not. Probably not. You know, mm. if we had more, if we had more time, we definitely, we, I feel like we would have been doing the ammo back and forth. I mean, it, it really, I have to say, it just would have made it worse. Like, it's like an eye for an eye type thing. Like, our community is already dealing with a lot of shit. And I hate to say the Black women always have to take the back seat on all the issues, but you know, it's facts. It's already it's going facts. through a We don't need to be now doing, you know, internal civil comedian war between all of ourselves and the black community. Like we have enough to worry about. So, right. Which is know. what I said, what I said earlier, but that, like I said, it's going to make people mad, but that's okay with me. Um, last question. Why do you think more black women are not speaking up about it more? <sighs> I, I don't know. I don't actually don't know the answer to that one because like what is going through their minds? I mean, I can answer for myself, but I'm not, I speak up about it when I see it. I think also maybe it's just tiredness. Maybe we're just tired of seeing mm-hmm. the same shit and we're just like, Oh, fuck it. <laughs> like uh, mm-hmm. it's going to keep happening. So, you know, like it's frustration, tiredness. We're exhausted. We Just enough. And sometimes you'll see it. Like the the one with Nicole on that, because I didn't even know that was her stomach online that was me made fun of. But like when I saw mm-hmm. it, I was just like, I actually sent it to one of my guy friends. I was like, look at this shit. Look at look at this. This is your gender. This is your gender. Yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> and so I was just like, wow. Oh, and that's all I could do. That's all I could do. I was just like, tired, exhausted. And I just what, what can I? I can't I can't make this my fight right now because I don't got the time. All I can do right mm-hmm. now is just be angry about it, frustrated, and keep it moving because it's gonna happen again. We do it every single two months, every three weeks, bruh. Like, it's a new uh, two thing. Ma'am, every two seconds, what you mean? <laughs> I'm just saying, oh, the virus TikTok is a cesspool. TikTok is a cesspool of all that crap. Like, <laughs> they always, always somebody black doing women. something. They, always, they, they love attacking black women who ask for money or want money in the relationship and calling them gold diggers. TikTok loves that shit. You're never going to find a husband thinking like that. You're never going to settle down expecting a man to pay for everything. We're never going to settle down with your broke ass. That's what you mean. We're never going to settle down with you, Mr. Has No Money in Your Pocket. They love it. They love, love, love humbling black women. Love telling us Love telling us to calm down. You doing too much. Love telling us to to relax because we can't achieve these things or get these things that we are asking for. We got to lower our expectation. I'm like, no, it's because most black men in the community are doing less than black women. And by spreading this kind of mentality of lowering your expectations, they're only doing that because they want us to realize that doing too much isn't going to get us anywhere, quote unquote. And so we should lower our inhibitions and and standards Mm -hmm. and expectations so that we can find men. And that's because that way, if we lower our standards, we don't have to find we won't be able to find men that are above those levels. We'll, we'll end up lowering our standards to the, find the most. Yes. They don't have a reason to step up their shit. Exactly. That's what that is. They don't exactly. want to do better in life. So they're, they're trying to bring us down to their level, whereas we're up here and trying to get men on our same level. And yep. it's, it's few and far in between because none of them want to do better for their life. It's actually yeah. true. 
It's happening every single day. In fact, if you say today, I don't want a man that's making 500K because I'm making 450. So I'm not looking yes. for nobody making 450 or less. People are going to come to you and tell you, of course. You, know, you know most black men not making 450. You're going to have to reduce those standards, baby. Otherwise, okay, you're not gonna well, make maybe it. I don't want to make it. Have you thought about that? Like, the fact? There's other niggas out here that aren't niggas. You know what I mean? Like, get out of here. That's what you hear. And <laughs> you, you hear, you see the women who do settle, who do take that advice, and they making 250K, husband making 100K, and they go marry that man and let him be head of household, split and everything. Not even 50-50 because you're paying yeah. the bills. And, and now, I told you, now 50, 50 is never 50 50. I don't it's care. Not, it's not. Nah, 50 50. Not, is but never when you're taking care that you're doing work and you're working full time just like your husband and you still got to come home and make the food and take care of the kids, my sis, that's 80 yes. 20. That's 80. This nigga is just existing. He's existing. And if you were to take out his income, it wouldn't make a difference. You would still be good. Mm -hmm. If you you take out your man's income from your lifestyle and your lifestyle is the exact same and nothing has changed, then he's doing nothing for you. So at that point, Mm -hmm. the money is not the problem. It's not the fact that I need your money to survive in this relationship. No, you need to be present. Take care of your kids. Take care of me. Show me love. All these other things that are outside of financial stability in a relationship or marriage. Because financial stability mm-hmm. is important. When you take that shit out, you can still get divorced for so many other reasons. You can be the richest person alive and still be in the worst relationship. Look at Jeff Bezos, oh, for yeah. example. You know, like... Yeah, yeah. So, like, it doesn't matter, but people don't understand that. The broke people are the ones who are the most worried about money. Let's be clear. That's always what it is. The bro- mm-hmm. And I get it. I get it. I still have my broke moments where I'm just like, even now I'm trying to save up for so many different things. And I'm just like broke in terms of if I spend this money, I'll be shit out of luck. So I got to save this for something more important. So I got to be broke everywhere else so I can acquire what I need to get. But that's, that's a tough spot. Yeah. Okay. Miss Bermuda, get out of here. Okay. But that's my birthday <laughs> trip. December doesn't <laughs> I gotta go all out because I spent (laughs) January through through fucking November celebrating with every other person because everybody had a birthday every other month or so. In fact, every two weeks of a month, somebody was having a birthday. I didn't even understand how that happened, but every two weeks and then September through like November, it felt like it was every week somebody was turning a different. In fact, the same exact week, five people. I'm like, ah, is everybody born in September? Like, was everybody born in September, October? What is going on? But yeah, that's because it's the best month. Whatever. But you know, like that's just what it is. So it's my turn. I'm gonna celebrate my shit December. You know, that's the only one thing I celebrate all year anyway. Every other time I'm just traveling. I'm not celebrating no big accomplishments. The only big thing I can celebrate is being alive another year. So <laughs> I will take I that and run with it. But yeah, you know, like I don't I don't need as a wh- black woman, I said as I said I was to say white woman. As a white woman, can you believe? <laughs> Kill me now. Wow. You're like, yeah. You do no. be wearing a lot of blonde wigs, though. Uh, I do, I do, I do. <laughs> I, haven't, the thing, though, I haven't worn a blonde wig in so long. I think I'm going to go back to it, though. I need to actually, now that I'm, now that we're talking about it, you just, I'm going to go straight in my blonde wig after this episode because that just gets. I'm dead. <laughs> I forgot, but thanks for the reminder. But yeah, black men, only one advice for the black men who are listening to this who can identify with making fun of black women or don't identify. If you identify as the kind of guy who sometimes makes a lot of, you know, crude jokes online, please stop. It does it's it's funny to you and other men like you, but the most times we we black women who might actually be the butt of those jokes don't find it funny. It really just reinstates like self issues that we have to deal with and now you're making it worse and for the black men Mm -hmm. who don't um who don't uh, align with that mentality and who have no issues with just 
supporting and uplifting black women, then continue to do that. So at least we can know that they exist and you guys are still out there. It's hard to see the good apples when the black, I said the black apples, the bad apples are the are the worst. The, the bad apples are the loudest ones. They're always the loudest ones. There are a bunch of good people mm-hmm. out there. So, the loud ones are so loud. You can't even hear the good ones so that you think there are. Mm. And then that, that creates that whole niggas ain't shit mentality. Like we know not all niggas ain't shit. Like, yes, we get that. But because the niggas that mm-hmm. shit are so loud and so obnoxious with their ain't shitness, <laughs> it makes it look <laughs> like, <laughs> it makes it look much worse. So yes, that's how we try to tell people like, don't take it personally when we be like, men be like, men be like, we're not talking about all men. It clearly doesn't apply to you if you're not in that category. But because the loudest mm-hmm. ones are the worst ones, it can be hard to filter through that noise to find the good ones. So, you know, if you find a good one, stay with that person, keep them, whatever. If you don't, I don't know. Keep looking, I guess. We all here together. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm done. Anyway, that's the end of my episode. Um, I don't have anything else to add unless you do. But um, yeah, that's it for me. Okay. Well, yeah. So with that being said, I guess um, um, sources, resources for this week um, will be listed uh, for all all the things and all the facts and statements that Annabelle made. Of course, how to support Black Lives Matter. We have another link for you. Um, and how to just get social justice or being involved in the social justice. It's not necessarily going to Black Lives Matter website. It's just a social justice, like how to get involved type page. Um, therapy sources, primary care physician, employee assistance programs, and therapyforblackgirls.com. You should get some therapy. I am looking into it right now for myself. Just And it's mm-hmm. like, they, you might call it mental health because I have the um, United Healthcare app. They call it mental health. And I'm like, I get confused because I'm like, is it therapy or just like mental health conversations? I mean, it could be both or either. I don't know. But if you see it's mental health, it's usually just both. Um, so contact your healthcare provider or whoever's in charge, maybe with your insurance to ask them what you qualify for. Make sure you stay within your, um, you know, network because that should be expensive. So if you have insurance, utilize it. And then we have the self-defense beyond defense.net black with female owned business where you can buy defense um, tools. Um, and knives, pepper spray, things like that, um, just to protect yourself because it's getting colder. And like I said, and the new year's is when bad shit starts to happen. And I don't know what it is, but just stay safe out there. And then, um, here's Annabelle with the mental health tip of the week. Okay. So this week's mental health tip of the week. I'm sorry. This week's mental health tip is to take a spiritual bath. Now, you might be asking, Annabelle, what the fuck is that? Don't worry, I'm going to tell you. Okay, so, spiritual baths have been used in many cultures to cleanse the soul, clear the mind, and ultimately heal the chakras with intention to heal the spirit. The idea of a spiritual bath is said to help clear any blockage that can lead to more serious illnesses. These baths start with a clean and clutter-free tub. The water used in many cultures is Awesome. That's it. Okay. Well, there you have it, guys. Take that advice. Uh, use it as you seem fit. Um, and like I said, the year is ending. Stay safe. And we'll see you on the next episode. Hopefully, everybody will be there with us, alive and well. Hey. So, yeah. So, look out for that. Yes. And the next episode is very relatable to everybody our age. So, make sure you take a take a second to make sure you actually add that or you can turn a little uh, alarm bell on your um, app. I think the Apple ha- app has a alarm option, like a little bell ding thing. So you get notified when we have a new episode to so make sure you do that. So you can listen to our last episode of the year. And with that being said, we'll see you on the next episode of I got problems. Bye.
And make sure to stay away from this Omarion variant. Oh my okay? God, it's Omicron. <laughs> stay. You know what I meant, bitch. I keep, I keep <laughs> anyway, I hope you're able to solve what you're I'm sorry. No, I just keep hearing people say Omarion, and I'm like, wow, this is a black community. Y'all just create shit out of thin air and run with it. <laughs> like, uh, but anyway, guys, yeah, stay safe. Put your mask on. And we'll see you next time. Yes. And I hope you were able to solve one of your problems today. Bye. Bye.